Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. How's it going, friend? Fabulous. How are it's you? It's nice to see you. <laughs> it's nice to see you, too. Um, so this is episode 304. Yeah. It's a big what? day for us. Four yeah. is my lucky number. Yeah. And I'm 30, so 30 plus four. I'm 34. Uh, I want to keep making these jokes when people message me about, and I have a few times, like, have you gotten your vaccine yet? Have you registered? And I'm like, excuse me, I am 38. And like, I know one thinks it's funny and I do it every time. <laughs> every but time. I'm 34 and I've already registered. <laughs> well, I got my vaccine a month ago. I just didn't like, you know, post it on Instagram because I was very privileged to get looped in with the manufacturing team at the company I work with. But so. you also have chronic illnesses, so I'm very glad you got it <laughs> and you deserve it. You don't have to feel guilty about getting it. Yeah, I just I think it was one of those times where people were very worried, you know, like and it was rolling mm -hmm. out real slowly and I didn't want to be. Now yeah. I'm like very excited when I see people, but I just wanted to, I'm a loud mouth, but sometimes I can keep things to myself. And speaking of loud mouths, just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was so excited because one of my dear friends is our guest this evening. I don't know when the last time I saw you in person, even though we live in the same city, basically, and have for many years. He's I an illustrator. You were 34. <laughs> He's an illustrator and a writer. It's our friend Tony Cliff. Oh, hello. 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 <laughs> hello. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for allowing me to join you this evening. <laughs> happy, happy pandemic 2021. Oh, I feel like it feels like it's only been a year long. Yeah, not like a year and almost a month. Two I months. feel I feel like our listener needs to know that Tony is sitting on the ground. Drinking scotch. <laughs> drinking scotch out of a jar with a yeah. microphone on a chair perched by his face. <laughs> I thought this was how you is did this it. Is this a new dad setup? Is <laughs> <Like, laughs> like this? Is I think how life works now that I have a, an infant. Child. There's no right or wrong way to do it. It's however you feel comfortable. But I just feel like it adds to the like cozy stay home pandemic uh, mood <laughs> of this podcast. There was a there was a, like a there was a pro tip. There was a life hack or something that somebody was handing out or that was making the rounds where it's like do you want great audio quality on your um on your zoom meetings oh just go sit in your closet and then the last time i was on a video meeting half the people were sitting inside their closets everybody's getting to know their sweaters a little it's better because all the like all the echoes get absorbed mm -hmm. into all the fabric so you don't have a lot of reflection so it's just i mean it's better than if you're in an empty room i'm guessing but like if you have furniture and don't live in a cavernous vaulted ceiling uh you know loft. you do use in a haunted you live in a haunted cathedral though you and live in the ghosts and the vaulted ceilings the haunted mansion mm. yeah you get in the elevator and then it sinks down it's so scary that's how you guys could afford to to move into a house from an apartment it it's had to be haunted yes. it was yeah. haunted yeah for that's sure right. oh, that's the only way to get a deal <laughs> The the length of time it took that elevator to go from the top to the bottom really threw off a lot of people, I think. Mm -hmm. not, a, not a lot of people wanting to spend that much time in, a, in an enclosed area during the pandemic. Oh, no. Yeah. no. Oh, Get, no. <laughs> well, that's where we're different. Yum, 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 germs. Um... Um, does anybody else in the Zoom call uh, 
whether you are alive or you have passed on, <laughs> suffer from seasonal allergies because mine are hitting me real hard today. I used to. This is going to be the most annoying answer. Oh, yeah. But tonsillitis. I, I used to. Do you think it had something to do with my tonsils? I think maybe. If I look in the mirror and I see a ghostly visage staring back at me, is that allergies or is that just the haunted mansion? Mm. Uh, it could be both. Yeah, maybe gas leak. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I used to have them so bad and I would take like, aller- I'd have to take allergy pills every day and I haven't for the past few years and I feel so lucky. I am very thankful and I feel very, I have like non-allergic privilege now and it's magical. Enjoy, you earned it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I like used my uh, 10 millionth Kleenex and then my body was like, let's <laughs> be done with this, shall we? Yeah. It always starts with, um, I start by getting a sore throat, but the sore throat is because like for probably a couple of weeks, my sinuses have been getting more and more irritated. And Protected. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then I think I have COVID and then uh, yeah, I I drink directly from a, a coffee a, a cup syrup <laughs> bottle because it's mine. I don't uh, measure it anymore; I just swig. Uh, oh yeah. So if I die, uh, you throw away the cough syrup. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I was drinking directly from it. <laughs> um, I'll bury you with it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you know what? You should pour it into my ashes. Oh. And then spread it. On a park bench. <laughs> spread them. <laughs> yeah, and spread them. <laughs> set the park bench on fire because it's a biohazard now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, but I want it to be one of those memorial benches for me as well, which are extremely expensive. I don't yeah. want it in like just any old place. I want one of the really expensive ones. Are yeah. they really expensive? They're so Yeah, and expensive. I think it's like a lease, like thousands of dollars. I looked it up. I don't know why, but for some reason, the number is in my head $12,000. <laughs> But that can't be why, right. Why did you look at it? My up? friends could come up with that. Because the listeners could. Come on, I listeners. Was, why, I looked it up because I wanted to make a memorial bench uh, for my dad who died 10 years ago. And I was like, maybe I could do this. He likes bench. Or he liked benches. He liked sitting. He liked parks and nature. And then I looked it up and I was like, fuck no. He would want me to keep this money and not spend it on a dumb little plaque. Well, I want people to spend it on a dumb little plaque. I love those benches so much but I, they're so expensive of course you were like so young when your dad passed away that was yeah i had just no idea it, just, how much a bench cost <laughs> yeah it's so expensive um, me, okay but, i'm googling it now memorial bench plaques vancouver vancouver you know what instead of a, a bench plaque i got tooth plaque in his memory instead <laughs> Jessica, that was really nice of you. Yeah, it's just like my my way that I show, you know, like rem- remembrance. Okay, dedicate a park bench. Okay, a donation of $6,500 will fund a personalized dedication for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then you have to renew it. You got to re-up. So it's only a 10 years, 6.5 God, everything's grand. a subscription plan now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder, uh, patreon.com slash retail nightmares podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah. us the bench we deserve. I want the bench, but it's not a priority right now. Um, yeah, anyways. So much. Anyway, it was half of what I thought it was, but that's still like astronomical and I could not afford that. That's like. Yeah, when you are 23 or 24 and you're thinking about something like that, that does seem like $12,000. That is. Yeah. 
twice as much. Also, like any any bench can be memorialized in mm-hmm. any any way. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of my teen years memorializing benches. Yeah, oh, really? nobody paid me for it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite uh, memorial bench is the one in the park next to uh, Kurt Cobain's old house that people have just like made into a shrine, and there's little like Nirvana lyrics scratched into it. There's like little crocheted stuff and Jay and I have visited it multiple times and like listened to, you know, bleach or whatever on our phone and it has been pathetic but perfect. Um, how much does it cost to like yarn something for that or knit To yarn something? bomb? That's yeah, free, okay. baby. How much? All right. That's what I want instead of the cough syrup thing. One of the very earliest retail experiences that I ever had was like as a teenager, I, I just happened to go into the uh, the record store like right after C- Kurt Cobain died. Mm. And, and I, I guess and I, I was asking, I was like, oh, do you have, you know, this Nirvana album? I don't remember which one it would have been at the time. And the guy at Sam Goody or A and B Sound or whatever it was, just like no tone in his voice. It's just like, if I knew he was going to die, we would have ordered more copies. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Okay. Uh, so no, then, I guess. It's so going to be no. <laughs> okay, I'll just wait until they invent LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I got it off of Columbia House, just like any sane oh. teenager. See, I never did Columbia House, but to me, Columbia House always sounded like it should be like a coffee subscription service. <laughs> <laughs> there was a mountain on the logo, right? No, I maybe. Is there? I don't know. I don't know. I never did I feel it. Like my brother signed up for it and then did not pay the bill, and then my parents had to pay the bill for him. Yeah. I feel like that's how most kids got out of Columbia House. Well, yeah, because they they sent you the a copy of the Rembrandt's LP without <laughs> having asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did. I guess they did. I didn't, yeah, I didn't want this. What I would do is when I when you'd see those ads and magazines that would have all the different CDs you could order. What I would do is I would just cut them out and then like glue them onto my agenda or like make a little collage and be like, look, here's the like a one centimeter square of like no doubt. <laughs> so Tragic <cute>. kingdom. <laughs> if I had a time machine and I had a couple of different options, I mean, and like, you know, I had some time to really spend in the past. There's no question I would visit Jessica. Oh, <laughs> at different stages. That would it's be like, so cool. And then I would, I would so love to have met you as a kid. You could have been my imaginary friend that I had when I was a child. <laughs> Maybe I was, and I just don't know yet. Like because the machine hasn't been invented yet. Yeah. That's and maybe cool. that's our story. Yeah. Maybe that's how we became sisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kid sister. I'm your older sister. Yeah. Technically. Was your agenda? Did you do the thing? that it seemed like everybody else did where you cut out a bunch of pictures and then you like taped everything on yes and everything was just covered in a layer of tape yeah for sure but i would go to like staples and get the like the crystal clear packing tape and i would make (laughs) my collage with glue and then like laminate it with the packing tape and i would be very like meticulous about it i just drew all over mine I mean, I did that too. And then I would get tired of like the pictures of, I don't know why, but I'm still just thinking Gwen Stefani. It was mostly Gwen Stefani and like Britney Spears and the Spice Girls. I would get tired of that. And like by the end of the year, I would have like 
doodled all over their faces because <laughs> they suck now they suck now i'm into nirvana now that's yeah that's basically what happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i discovered oh. uh i discovered nirvana i realized i was the exact same age that jay was when he was into nirvana but jay's like seven and a half years older than me and it like made sense because nirvana was a band when he was into them like they were releasing albums and i was just like the same age but it was like 2000 and whatever very cool very cool to be really into nirvana when like but i wonder if nirvana i'm sure it has because uh children are still discovering nirvana because they're oh, a great sure. band yeah and there's bands like that every generation that every generation discovers for this the first time themselves and it's like this revelation and yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, they rock. I still... And I'm talking about Bon Jovi. <laughs> I mean, he rocks too. Uh, uh, living on a prayer, take my hand, make it, I swear. Oh, Farmer Man's here. <laughs> wow. I lo- he loves Bon Jovi. Oh, hey, Farmer um, Man. So, Tony, this is a, a podcast. singing voice. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, no one ever asks me to sing on their album. Um... <laughs> Tony, this is a podcast called Retail Nightmares. I know that you listen to the podcast because you messaged me about the podcast. (laughs) And then I message you back and say, when are you going to be on? And you're like, ask me again another time. (laughs) Like a boy at the dance that I finally like (laughs) got the courage to ask out in art class with me. I'm like, do you want to dance with me, Tony? Uh, ask me another time okay <laughs> here, here we are another time I look goes home cries into her dog's time. fur um, <laughs> yeah you got in your time machine and you went to another time and here we are it's happening yeah it's true Hank is, I did Hank ask, is a beautiful water dog so all of your tears would just bead off him harmlessly I have to say that Hank is like this really gregarious personality but if I'm feeling down uh, he definitely knows what to do like he'll sit on my lap He'll sit at my feet. Hmm. Very lucky. Intuitive. He did, did bark and growl very meanly at a very nice dog this morning, and the man was not happy. Still love him, though. Uh, and I'm sorry, man, that doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, Tony. <laughs> He's uh, this is a surreal killer. It's fine. Well, um, you know, I was thinking. Um, dogs know these things. Dogs are fine. Yeah, they have insights. Yeah, it was just the sweetest little dog, and Hank normally is great with small dogs, so I was surprised by it as well. But people also say that, though, about dogs. is like, dogs can... <laughs> isn't that, isn't that the, uh, the running thing? It's like, oh, if my dog likes you, then, you know, then you're trustworthy. Or yeah, something yeah like but that. my dog's also eaten human shit before, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Haven't like, we all? We Hank probably is, have. Mm, <laughs> I wanted to make a Peter Nygaard joke, but I'm sure no one else has listened to that podcast. I want to listen to that podcast. I just started it today and then accidentally ended up on episode like five or six instead of episode one. Mm. And uh, Peter Nygaard, the one that makes the ties or the underwear? Uh, I think he's women's wear yeah. designer. So I'm going to say he does like mm. underwear and... But he's bad, bad man. Was there something about poo parties? What, what, what happens in episode five? Yeah, one of his fetishes is eating shit. Poo parties. Oh, my gosh. I got to listen to this. Anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. This it podcast, could be. I mean. I've listened to this podcast. I'm not certain about that. <laughs> it's it's an amorphous blob of that starts with a retail nightmare and then is just funny. Yeah, that's how we should describe it in the future. Um, yeah, I'm fascinated by that. And I'm going to look up that podcast afterwards. It's on but, CBC. Okay. 
bless him. Um, <laughs> Tony, you. Hi. You. Hello. Had a wonderful retail experience back from 1994, but do you have anything more recent? I, well, so uh, Alicia yes. says, says, will you come on the podcast? I tell Alicia, I've literally never worked retail in my life, which oh, I wow. feel is like a personal shortcoming. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's like, you know, I, I feel like I would be a better person if I had that experience. You've had face to face stuff, though, at like comic book places and oh yeah sales. that's and true that's true we've had I other did, guests that qualify yeah um but i if you'll allow me may we talk about london drugs yes. always favorite store in the world great because i i have all these <laughs> i have two kinds of retail dreams am i the only person who has now in this middle of uh, a pandemic times am i the only person who has just like dreams of being out and about like in public places like a shopping mall like i i'd have dreams where i'm just walking in a shopping mall and a friend is like friend was like you mean like scary dreams like everybody's sick no just like a regular day i go <laughs> And there are other people oh, there, and people yeah. are are laughing and smiling, and birds are chirping. <laughs> no, there's a there's a roof. It's a clo- it's closed in. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I, I've I'm had dreams like that. Literal retail dreams, but no, I did <laughs> want to talk about London drugs um, back near the start of. And for the benefit of anybody who's listening to this in the future, we're recording in April of 2021. So that will provide historical context. Yesterday was 420. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, near the start of near the start of pandemic, um, my significant other slash partner slash uh, wife and I uh, were in London Drugs looking for hand sanitizers, those like wipes, right? Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, this was back when everything, like all, all the toilet paper was being bought up and everything and hand sanitizer was gone. You couldn't get hand sanitizer. We were looking at the empty shelves. She was looking at the empty shelves. I come along and be like, hey, did you find what you're looking for? She says, no, they don't have any of it. Um, I'm like, what are you looking for? She's like, I'm looking for these Clorox wipes or something. And one, a fresh faced young teenager who happens to be working at London Drugs there uh, overhears this and then just pipes up from from the side and is like, I think we have some in the back. And then <laughs> we're, we're like, oh, he's like, do you want me to check for you? Like, sure, that sounds fantastic. And he go, and he runs off and goes, he brings back two. And he's like, I can only give you one because of those. And we're like, great, fantastic, thank you. What, why isn't shopping always like this? So sweet. You need a personal shopper teen. Right. And <laughs> and then another time, like they also. So the great thing about London Drugs is that you can get literally everything there. Uh, they do photo development. Uh, I'm talking to a talking to you through a microphone that I bought from there. Um, you get diapers, you get baby food, you get Tylenol. Really good snacks. Really good snacks. Tim Tams. It's the best place to get Tim Tams. You can get a vibrator there. I went there recently and I was just wandering the aisles being like, what do I need? And then I looked up and on the top shelf, there was like a selection of like (laughs) fancy vibrators. And I was like, huh, not even like behind lock and key or anything. Which section was that in? Do you think they'd let me buy them at the cosmetic counter? (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. It was in like the the family planning section. <laughs> no kidding, that's the best family planning. Yeah, <laughs> I got this I all mean. planned out. Around. <laughs> um, I'm pla- I'm planning my family, but the plans do not extend much farther than this evening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
I am my family. I would, I, I would like, I would like to. <laughs> there was this guy working the photo department there. His name was Alex. Um, I had some photos printed out, like big enlargements. And you know, when I print a photo, when I send them a photo, it's like I want. <laughs> <laughs> what is it when you say I'm like guys i know what i'm doing i respectfully even though we had trouble getting the zoom call working i do know what i'm doing when i send a photo i have to get printed and stuff but they sure. do that thing they do when they're like because you know regular people send photos there too so they're like oh well you probably want this to look good and anyway they so they you know they do color correction and enhancement oh, no. so i'm looking at this enlargement it's like ah i kind of i really didn't I really wish he hadn't done this. And the guy was like, okay, that's, that's, uh, that's no problem. Just, um, you know, because of the system, just send it back in and we'll print it back out again, uh, you know, free of charge and everything. And I'm so used to, so it would mean that I'd have to go home, find the JPEG, upload it again, you know, put, put in a new order and then hopefully, you know, rely on them remembering that they promised that, oh, we, we will do this free of charge, that type of thing. And I'm so burned by, things like that not having worked out you know online or, mm -hmm. or in person or that sort of thing i'm just like okay so but like is there something i should write is there a code should i do this should i do that he's like no 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 just and sure enough i get a, i get a phone call he calls me Whoa. he's like hey your photo's ready to pick up i'm like uh who is this he's like, this is you guy alex down at london drugs your I new go, best friend no problem 100 percent. i'm like I'm so <laughs> so we moved to the we moved to a haunted mansion in this uh in in a relatively smallish suburb tiny town tiny town oh. and wait are you tiny tony tuna <laughs> <laughs> tiny Tony Tuna, Tiny Tony Tuna. Only, uh, only to all my friends in grade two. Are you the mayor of Tiny Town? Oh, is that why you moved? <laughs> it's not. It's not an elected position. Um, <laughs> You're a king. The, sorry. It's like you could just go there and get everything. And London Drugs is great on its own. But it like <laughs> like ever since we moved here, I feel like I've been there three times every week just oh wow it's fantastic so i no, i mean i'm exaggerating but oh wow um, there was definitely one week where i did go three times in three days but uh man london drugs I, this is not a paid endorsement no and we i love was, london drugs well I, speak yeah. for yourself because oh. i do not enjoy it <laughs> oh i did not know that jessica no, i'm so no. sorry this is i just wanted to present Jessica, moved to tiny town our london drugs is fantastic <laughs> i just want to present the uh alternate uh, opinion. I think London Drugs is too big. I think they have okay. too many things, and sure. it's overwhelming. And okay. I went there recently because I have to get. <laughs> it's like one of the only places where you can exchange the um, Soda Stream cartridges for like the mm -hmm. the refills. And yeah, like the I think because you talk about how much you like it, I was like, I should look everywhere and see if there's anything I need. And so I just like wandered every aisle and I was like, mm -hmm. it, there's so much stuff here, but I don't need any of it. And that's yeah, when yeah. I found out about the vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like in every corner, there's like someone secretly not wearing their mask. Right. And then like rolling oh. their eyes at like the masks. And I'm like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. But you I, know, mean, like, I respect that. It is huge, and it's there's there's so much, there's like candles in there. There's it, like I guess you know there's a lot. Yeah, you can get a yoga mat and also like a garbage can enema kit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, if you're gonna get the enema kit, you're gonna need the garbage can. 
But you could also so. get <laughs> like a and gallon of milk. Yeah. I'm using all of these things tonight. Like I bought them all just in case. 421. For sure, if you go in and your expectations are super high, you will be disappointed by the fact that it is just a store. I mean, I don't yeah. think I had high expectations. I just prefer like a shopper's drug mart to a London drugs. It's like, I okay. I prefer to get my electronics not at the same place that sells diapers, but that's just me. That's how we're, we differ. Yeah. I'm a one-stop shop. I get my diapers and I put my radio in it and then my radio stays warm. And that's important to me. <laughs> it's super absorbent. Yeah. Absorbs all the sound. I really don't do all the aisles at uh, London Drugs. I do the same aisles all the time, which is the food aisle, the snack aisle and the kitchenware. Uh, then I walk up the basket aisle and then I leave. Wow. There's a basket aisle. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, you know, it's also where I bought my first Snoopy watch. <laughs> which led to a, a purchase of a second Snoopy watch. So oh. it's, I mean, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's not like at all like Shoppers Drug Mart either. Like Shoppers Drug Mart is great for other things. London Drugs, for some reason, I find very calming before the pandemic because I could just kind of <laughs> wander around <laughs> and look at like kettles. Yeah. When I was in there uh, recently, there was like a little thing that went off that was like an automated recording over the loudspeaker that was like, ding, ding, ding. It was like, okay, it's time for everyone to sanitize their stations. Like, come on. Oh, creepy. And I was just like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, someone just picks you up and dumps you into some like, <laughs> sanitizer. You're like, I'm yeah. not a station. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I don't mean to like shit on something you both love. I, I just want to say like. I feel like you are of the same opinion. It just has a different ending. Yeah. Like the thing, yeah, it's fine. They do have everything, but I don't want anything. <laughs> That's my whole deal. That is so, I will definitely really respect this. That's, that's me in a nutshell. What about there you? Is, there is something about it though, where like they had, they have everything, but they also, I think they usually have the good version of everything. I had to go there to get a frying pan and I got a really good frying pan, you guys, from I'm London ha- Drugs. I'm happy I have a really you. good frying pan from London Drugs too. It's way better than the one I got from Canadian Tire. (laughs) (laughs) Another store that I'm fascinated by. Another store that I hate that I would never buy a frying pan from. Now, Canadian Tire is terrible, but I also am fascinated by it. Well, you're patriotic. Why does it smell like that? I hate the Why smell. Why does it smell like that? It's like tires. Isn't and maybe it? it's the tires. They also like, sell tires Yeah, there? there's a lot yeah. of like off-gassing. Yeah, it's bad. And there's it's a lot bad. of like just, the I don't think that they clean bad. often. Both of those places have the same lighting where it's just like, it's it's cold lighting it's not warm it's like migraine halo lighting. yeah i think that's also has something to do with why i don't like that's them. why i wear my visor when i'm in there <laughs> my london drugs <laughs> branded, branded visor, visor. <laughs> if you ask for one at customer service they'll give you one and then yeah. they'll dip you in sanitizer you're a brand ambassador i've seen some weird shit at london <laughs> drugs too so yeah absolutely um, Alicia, do you have a retail nightmare and or dream and or experience? I have a, like, I have a retail nightmare. Fuck, let's hear it. It's real bad. So it's a Monday afternoon. I'm at the office. Answer the phone. I say, hello, this is blank. My company name. How can I help you? And then this sort of breathless middle-aged woman on the other end of the line goes, oh, another young person. <laughs> Everyone with their young voices. 
Well, I just was calling because I bought a whack of your product and all of it is a whack. That was the term that she used. (laughs) A whack of your product and it's just disgusting. It's all slimy. I can't separate it. And, you know, you're now using canola oil in it and canola oil causes face cancer. And I just can't believe you'd make this change and I'm just not going to buy it anymore. And, you know, you young people... You don't get it. When a company changes a product, it's very upsetting, very discouraging. And don't you read (laughs) things online about canola oil? You should have been like, I'm a baby. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's where this is going. And then I said, oh, okay. well, I just wanted to confirm the name of the product. What's wrong with you? Don't you listen? Don't you millennials have any listening skills? You insist on occupying a place in the workforce, but you can't even do your job properly. Jeez. So then I say, you know what? I was actually born in 1975. (laughs) And then she says, I don't give a fucking shit. And then I hung up. (laughs) I hung up the phone. (laughs) Whoa, good for you. And then I messaged uh, our reception team. And I messaged my coworker and said, when this person calls, don't answer the phone. And as I was walking out, uh, it was really like very, like very angry and very unkind to think that there's this woman out there just degrading customer service people and using their age against them. And she wasn't being clear. Like the company I work for makes over 70 products. And I just have to be clear. There's a lot of things I have to ask. Like, what flavor was it? What was was the best before date? These are all, like, important things. Mm -hmm. But she's like, no, I'm just going to be a cunt. So uh, (laughs) I, as I'm walking out, you know, what had really kind of deflated my day, I thought, I should see if reception has a voicemail from this lady. Oh, wow. (laughs) And one of the uh, people that works on that team checked. And I was like, yeah, I just want to make sure. I'm pretty sure she would have called back and... I don't really want anyone to have to listen to what I had to listen to. And then we played it and it was, well, I just got off the phone with somebody with a real baby voice. (laughs) And I don't know what's wrong with you millennials occupying a place in the workforce. You're bullshit. You can't even do your jobs properly. You're wasting everybody's time. You can't even talk like an old woman like I want you to. (laughs) It was wild. It was wild. That's so so abusive, awful. She's and she. I wish I could do her voice a bit better, but it was like so mean, so and and so unprepared for what was coming. Like you can't just call people and be abusive uh, during your complaint process and have any like any resolution. Yeah, and also fuck off. Yeah. But also, what would you have had to sound like to make her happy? <laughs> yeah. Hello, this is Alicia. I'm 85 years old. <laughs> Please don't harm me. My sciatica. <laughs> like, uh, I have two frozen shoulders. <laughs> um, it was so awful. And I had another call like that a couple of weeks ago, but we rarely get calls like that, you know. Even when people are angry or upset, there's usually like a pretty can pretty quickly like help them and even if they're grouchy or having a bad day it's so rarely like that so I'm always kind of blown away by it like I don't just bounce back from somebody being that awful and then I think like this is what she does all day because she had an anonymous number oh cool and then my my friend who works in reception says that she just doesn't answer anonymous calls because they're almost always people like that I was like 
Ah, you're so smart. (laughs) There are goblins calling from another dimension. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) So that was my retail nightmare. Yikes. Yeah. Definite nightmare. Just glad to hear that it wasn't a tiny town area code. Yeah. No, well, we will never know. We will never know. <laughs> the numbers are too tiny to come up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was just, that was part of it. So she's very upset because a giant uh, frozen product fell on her. <laughs> <laughs> Squished her because she's too tiny. She's <laughs> just a little bitch. So tiny. Um, Ironically, her voice sounds very small and young. Yeah. And I have a real baby voice. Like, I know it. I've like, heard myself. You don't, you can't. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I do answer the phone like this. Hello. Hello. <laughs> is this my mama? Is oh, mommy? Is this mom? Baby hungry. Mom. I hate. Mommy? I hate this. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll stop talking about my no. Mommy. <laughs> and one did wugs. Good diaper. Good diaper with my radio. <laughs> Tony, did you have any more uh, retail specific things or do you want to move on to a segment? I I have none. No. Okay. So why don't we listen to an ad and then after that we'll get into grandfather reaction. Hey, everybody. We have a new sponsor that I'm going to tell you about. It's Polysleep, which is a mattress company from Montreal, Canada. All of their mattresses are made in Canada, which is cool because it reduces the carbon footprint and they don't have to do any shipping overseas. And they're all made from medical grade antimicrobial foam, which reduces allergens, which is very cool also. You can just order them online so you don't have to go into a store. And the mattresses are delivered to your doorstep in an eco-friendly recycled cardboard box, which is very cool because it's all compostable, including the glue that they use to seal the box. It's water-based, so that is neat. I love recycling. I think recycling is neat. They are also a cool company that does all sort of environmental initiatives. Like in 2019, for every mattress sold, they planted five trees in different regions of Canada, the Amazon and California. And also for every 10 mattresses sold, they donate one to a person in need. If you're not sure that the mattress is right for you, you can try it for 100 nights in the comfort of your own home. And if you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you a full refund. So what are you waiting for? Get 25% off your order plus free shipping at polysleep.ca with the promo code NIGHTMARES. Hopefully the only nightmares you'll be having are retail nightmares when you listen to our podcast. So don't forget 25% off your order plus free shipping at polysleep.ca with promo code NIGHTMARES. Sweet dreams. Um, is it time for Grandfather Reaction? Yes. Say, I'm 
never be ready tony i don't know if yeah i was gonna say i'm not sure there is a way for me to be to be ready you're sitting down and Uh, so that's all that's really important i just don't want you to hurt yourself (laughs) sitting down and i'm i'm surrounded by soft cushions yeah just make sure you're talking into that microphone you're in your tiny cave um so listeners i'm about to show tony a photo of my grandfather next to another person If you would like to see this photo, you can. It's on our Patreon, uh, along with some other things. Uh, If you desperately want to see the photo of my grandfather and you cannot afford to subscribe to the Patreon, just message me and I'll send it to you because I don't want to deprive anyone of this. Yes, just don't post it online. Yeah, it's my personal property. (laughs) Okay, so this photo is from the 80s. Uh, This guy's a bad dude. Feel free to just... uh, Talk shit about him. Here we go. Not buying any memorial benches for this guy. (laughs) (laughs) That hand has more bones in it than you usually see in a human hand. (laughs) Um, Quite skeletal. Wow. Yeah. He's the one on the right. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, was he happy? I think he, he was maybe one of those people who would like, uh, call up a a customer service person and yell at them. So maybe that made him happy. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And was he, was he like, did he have chipped teeth? Were his front teeth chipped out? Or is that just like in the photo somehow? He had False teeth, so I don't know how many of them he's wearing. In well, then they should be good, unless he got false teeth with some that came chipped out. Maybe. It looks like he has, like, a groove just for his cigar. Yeah. Yes. Like, he takes them out for smoking. He took them out for smoking. He's no longer with us. I, I mean, and listen, listener, in the photo, he is holding a cigar. He's holding mm-hmm. a cigar. Yeah, I think in the larger, this is like a cropped cropped photo i think in the larger one there's like a helium balloon behind him oh yeah yeah i never noticed that yeah i'll find the real one and scan it wow. and upload that to the patreon because we deserve a higher res image of this uh creep um so uh yeah that's... his eyes are set real deep yeah and you I... gotta go a long way to get back to those guys yeah you're thinking of this from an artist's perspective. Light light takes an extra five minutes to travel into them. <laughs> He's very old here. Yeah. He wasn't, although like, you know how older people used to look really, really old. And, yes. And now like we understand nutrition a lot better and like <laughs> drinking water. Yeah. There's no drinking water before 1997 or 8. The only knowledge. thing this guy used a glass of water for was storing his dentures in it at night, for sure. Oh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know why, but that made me feel very sick. Bye-bye, Grandpa. That was Grandfather <laughs> Reaction. Get a you get a bench for him. Just make it, <laughs> but you would make it like a really uncomfortable bench. Yeah, a garbage bench. <laughs> you just keep sliding off. Yeah, made of nightmares and uh, broken promises. <laughs> this is the truest, tr- truest memorial. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as he lived. Um, okay, so we're going to do a brief potato business now. 
new <gasps> new potato new potato business. Tony's I'm so excited. Tiny potato business. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Um, last year we planted potatoes. We grew our own potatoes. <gasps> Ooh, congrats. But they're so good. So we, we did them using p- p- uh, potato frames, potato boxes, where you sort of put one down. It's not important. Whatever. Potato the important Jenga. thing is that we, we grew the same type of potatoes in two different boxes, but one of the boxes was filled with like this really dense clay dirt that is the, that our soil is made out of and the other was uh, full of very high quality um, gardening soil very loose um, and we were very surprised at the uh, when, when it came time to harvest the potatoes um, at the difference that the the soil made um, would you care to guess which one was more productive than the other? The clay. I'm so intrigued. Yeah, I feel like I not mean, I guess the, the clay, not the fancy soil. <laughs> I mean, I guess the like, clay. Would, would I have brought it up if it was the fancy soil? And you're like, and that's why you should always spring for the premium soil. <laughs> <laughs> zig and zag, guys. There was twice. There were twice as many potatoes in the in the clay soil. Interesting. And really interesting. That is some. That is something we learned about potatoes that day. Anyway, this is all the potato business I have really to bring up. I just, we were very excited when we took apart those boxes and uh, saw all the potatoes. Was it one version, was one potato better than the other potato in terms of flavor and taste, or they were pretty much the same? Oh, you know what? That was a weird thing. Yes, uh, some of the, <laughs> some of the potatoes did kind of taste like the dirt. <laughs> but of which dirt? The fancy dirt? Well, no. Or but, the clay dirt? <laughs> no. That, that, well, I think having a, hard time, having a hard time remembering, I think they both kind of tasted a little bit like dirt. Yeah. Okay. So there was no, the flavor profile, very dirt. similar. Yeah. <laughs> Earthy. Very similar. Dirt. Palm de terre. Tastes like a potato. I think that's one of the incredible things about, you know, some vegetables, potatoes, is that they can grow and not the best conditions yeah like colonialism by british people um so here we are why don't you want to do um acceptable sauces yeah it's been a while what's your acceptable sauce Well, I want it. Hmm. <laughs> you have some opinions w- about milk. <laughs> I, I did. I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask. <laughs> Look, I was looking. <laughs> this is our new segment, topics. Milk Opinions. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so we have these two cows. We fed one on one type of grass, one on another oh, type of grass. One oh. made chocolate Fancy milk. <laughs> Fancy grass and shitty grass. How did the milk taste? Um, when you put milk on a cereal, mm-hmm. is, are you putting sauce? Is is the is that a sauce? Is milk a sauce when you pour it onto a cereal? Yeah, that's a sauce for sure. For sure. 100%. Yeah, we never okay. thought of that. Brilliant. Fully sauced. As soon as you make something wet, you've sauced it. Yeah. <laughs> My jeans. And I know this. Yeah. That's sauce, baby. Cream in it. I know this is a, this is like a podcast thing where you're like, mm, are hot dog sandwiches like? I, I want to make yeah. it clear, like I am very much in the camp of listener. It is whatever you are comfortable with, and you define these things for your for yourself. Yeah, you, know? you have independence of thought, but also, you know, is that a sauce? Yeah, it just made me think of how delicious um, milk or soy milk or whatever is on oatmeal. Like, you know, you have, like, hot oatmeal, and then you put a little bit of, like, whatever. You, you wet it? You, you, you wet it. You sauce it. <laughs> yeah. I really fancy, I I like to have a fancy oatmeal, and it is always improved by a little bit of a splash of non-dairy milk. What uh, what it makes a fancy oatmeal? Well, I put about five tablespoons of almond butter on it. Oh, wow. That... And some fresh fruit and um, some maple syrup and some non-dairy milk. You just named my acceptable sauce right there, maple syrup. That's my acceptable sauce. So good. It improves everything. I saw a crow a couple days ago uh, with a big hunk of uh, baguette in its mouth. And the question I hate most uh, in the world is, what do you want for dinner tonight? Uh, And I hate (laughs) that I have to answer it every day of my life. But that crow uh, answered the question for me because I was reminded of French toast. And so I had French toast for dinner that night. Thank you to the crow. And I poured my favorite sauce, maple syrup, all over that. And then I licked the plate clean. Uh, You can't waste a drop of maple syrup. It's amazing. And I also did the thing where I like transferred the big maple syrup bottle to a smaller bottle. And then because there was still some (laughs) maple syrup in the big bottle... When we had tea later, I poured some of the hot water in the big maple syrup bottle and I swished it around and I put that in our tea instead of honey because I was like, you can't waste a drop. <laughs> came from the trees. I always like so those good. syrup dispensers they had at, at a, you know, like a diner or something. Oh, yeah. the thing you pull back? The like slidey thing that you... It's you always <laughs> just fully sticky and disgusting. Oh, Jessica, absolutely. Just, just look away for a moment. You can buy one at London Drugs. It's... <laughs> I looked away, but I'm still wearing the headphones. <laughs> a whoops. <laughs> a whoopsie. Damn it. Damn um, it. My ears are bleeding now. <laughs> I'm such a big fan of maple syrup that today I ordered a sandwich for lunch and for dinner. I split it in half because I'm an old lady. And uh, I saved half. Yeah, it's always, like the sandwich is always too much. It's this massive waffle and spicy chicken sandwich I get. And it's uh, comes with a... Uh, maple syrup to dip in instead of I think probably like whatever inspired the recipe they use maple syrup but they changed the maple syrup and it was not a good maple syrup and I kind of wondered is this not real maple syrup anymore although I doubt very much this place would do that to me Um, (laughs) but I think it was one of those really dark amber ones that you see like the different qualities like maybe it's like an A, a B or a C I would think it's like a C Mm -hmm. and I don't think it it equates to the quality of it but more so the the depth of the flavor so it's not "Mm -hmm." human grade it's for horses 
It's for porks. Mm. They're probably <laughs> growing those for... maple trees in the fancy soil. Yeah. <laughs> this one's grown only in manure. I'm an acceptable sauce. What is uh, it? So a couple of weeks ago, I bought a package of Beyond Meat to make chili. And then some, like, I didn't really want to have a whole big Beyond Meat chili. So I decided to just make burgers with it. Nice. And um, it, they were delicious. They were so good. Like, the imitation meat and all of the flavor notes are trying so hard to hit. Like, really, like, fire off the, the synapses in my brain that wanted beef. Um, had you had it before? Yeah, I've had it before. I don't have it often. doesn't always agree with my stomach. Um, mm. But I think it's awesome that it exists. And the burgers were so delicious. But, like, the juice that was left over in the pan was so good. Okay. And yeah. And uh, that's my acceptable sauce. That's okay. You're talking <laughs> about burger bits, which is something that every week, every Wednesday tonight included when we have burgers jay makes sure to like leave some of the bits of the burger in the pan because afterwards it's like the treat for so me crunchy it's so good but also like sometimes i'll take the very tiniest like little heel of bread um that's you know like the size of i don't know like an egg like it's so tiny and then i'll like put the like <laughs> butter uh beyond burger and like little bits and i think he uses like olive oil and butter to cook them and it's like it makes this amazing sauce it's like this pate almost like it's so rich and flavorful and amazing and you don't need that much and it's like a little hors d'oeuvre it's very fancy <laughs> bon appetit listen to me using all these french words who am so i julia french. child is french toast one of those things where like they don't have french toast in france Probably. I think probably like a French person would like uh, die if they like a, a Parisian <laughs> might like if they saw what I make. I don't know, because they have like croque monsieur, which is kind of like they must basically have French toast. French yeah, toast with basically. Meat. Yeah. Um, I realized as I was making like I fucking love making French toast so much. I, I bet I, you're so good at it. I'm I think I. I said to Jay, I was like, is this my signature dish? I think it might be. Because um, I think I was trying to think how long I've been making French toast. And I was like, I think I first started making French toast when I was like six years old. <laughs> because we didn't, I wasn't allowed to use the stove, but we had one of those like electric pans that like yeah. sat on four legs on top of the counter. And I would sit on the counter beside it and plug it in and like make my French toast you see why I want the time machine, right? You had a griddle. You had a plug-in griddle. <laughs> yeah, it was a plug-in griddle. Yes, Those things are great. Little child Jessica would know how to make you French toast. And uh, yeah. So cute. We could eat it Same in a blanket thing. I think, for it. I think, uh, I think pancakes were the first thing that I figured out. Like the first food I could make for myself. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably very much to my parents' relief. <laughs> like Saturday morning, they get to sleep in. And okay. I, get to, uh, I get to soak up maple syrup. Okay, oh, I've I've found a website that says why is it called French toast? Blah 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 blah. The population <laughs> of the Roman Empire enjoyed a version of French toast that they referred to as pan dulce. Oh, uh, it appears that 15th century England also enjoyed a share of their version of the toast called lost bread or pan perdu. Simple recipe pain called. Pain perdu. Well, it's just like yeah, it's what you do with stale bread, like, and I think that was. I think back in the day, most bread was pretty stale because it, like if you see oldie timey <laughs> people like cutting in to the loaves with a knife, 
yeah, you got to soak that. Bre- it's like uh, bread pudding too. Like use that mm. so crusty old bread, mm. get it, get it real wet, sauce it up, baby. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> hungry. I'm like drooling with. Soap. Yeah, let's let's wrap it up with a little bit of. <laughs> So what is pudding, right? Oh, yeah. It's time for pudding. Is it solid or gas? Let me calculate the mass. Do you serve it on a plate? Tell the guests I shall be late. Tony, so, what do you think pudding is? Yeah. Um, I think it's, first of all, it's important. <laughs> you say I message you after every show. I did absolutely message you the instant that I heard you say this. The instant that you mentioned, again, those um, Jell-O shake-up puddings. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you can you remind me how those work? Is it, it's, is it like it's a really thing with easy. powder and, and you added water Yeah, it was just a shaker it? cup. There was no whisk or anything fancy in it, like nowadays. And it was just a cup that came with Jell-O. And a lid. And a lid. And you would put the milk in, cold milk. And the powder, and you would just shake until it was kind of smooth. Uh, I never remember it getting completely smooth. Yeah, they're and still kind of lumpy. And it set right away, and then you would just eat it out of the cup. And it said that was four servings, but it was one serving for sure. They didn't what? get that part right. I had the little individual one. You mentioned that thing, and I was just like immediately sitting in that like plastic chair in elementary school and I'm like you know in my classroom with all the car you know construction paper nonsense on the walls and stuff and the chalkboard I'm just like it was such a powerful (laughs) I it's the closest thing I'm sure to time travel that I'll ever experience Uh, okay so you're presenting the concept that pudding is actually a time machine I don't think that's unfair to say based on the evidence that we have before us I like this theory. Hmm. Pudding is a time machine. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm I mean I'm open to I'm open to alternative hypothesis. I can't yeah. think of one. Great. <laughs> yeah. So Alicia, now you know how to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not something you make with bread and it's not something it's not like a code word for dessert. No. Come on the UK. No. Pudding is goop. Yeah. Uh, and time travel. It's amorphous, kind of creepy if you think about it too much, but it's also time travel. Mm-hmm. Look, Back to the Future was sponsored by Jello. Connect the dots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of amorphous and uh, weird, if you think about it too much, I I have another um, another hypothesis about what pudding is. Pudding is my body. Oh. Yeah. I am pudding. I am pudding. I am pudding. Yeah, we're getting a weird taking this to new places. I feel like it's a groundbreaking episode. Yeah, I am putting just opening minds. I mean, I was talking to someone. I'm like, oh, I love listening to podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time. I listen to too many podcasts. They're like, yeah, I do, too. I love Joe Rogan. (laughs) What? (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're talking about two different things. Yeah, Yeah. that guy is crazy. Wow, he's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, whenever we have this discussion, I have this very fond memory of Del Monte used to make a pudding in a tin with right. a pullback, just like the fruit, just like the fruit cups from yesteryear before everything went into plastic. And that wasn't, I mean, I love plastic, more plastic. Uh, I love it. Um, and it just was, I loved that treat as a child so much. And uh, I, would do almost anything to have that. And I've, I've said this before for the listeners who do love pudding, who know 
that there's all different types of pudding and pudding is, it is a time machine for sure. And yeah. it is Jessica's body. There's, there's no doubt, but it's also a very similar product is available from Cozy Shack. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and their chocolate pudding is fabulous. I also just love, um, <gasps> oh. I just found an old ad for this uh, tinned, pop. tinned pudding. <gasps> Um, the sound that those things make when you open yeah. them. That's and if you don't crack. open them properly, how devastating it is because it's such <laughs> a sharp oh, edge. Because you're a child and you don't understand how like uh, other tools can work and leverage. Um, <laughs> what were we just talking about? Pudding? My body. Time for Puppo of the Week? <laughs> yeah. Puppo of the Week. I had something to say, but I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Tony, who is your Puppo of the Week? <sighs> um, Alicia, you mentioned earlier, you know, uh, alluded to the fact that I have a small child running around in my life now. We have a pandemic. Is he moving? Baby. Is he walking? Oh, yeah. He scurries across the floor, like doing his army crawl. He's, he's go, go, go now. How many months old is um, he now? Seven. Okay, he's very young. Just so our listeners know, you're talking about you have a pet goblin, correct? In your haunted <laughs> tiny <laughs> town mansion? I do. <laughs> It's not a child. I do, but he's very small. He so scurries. <laughs> <laughs> so um, cute. I didn't realize at that age that they were like able to crawl. I don't know much about babies, <laughs> to be honest. Well, neither does anybody who says that they know anything about babies. It's just like if you look up for advice, it's <laughs> people tell you a million different things. Oh, by seven months, he should be solving basic mathematical equations. Or by seven months, he should... Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you should know what exactly. Uh, he, uh, so I don't know. He's he's doing what he's doing. Um, I am. I mean, I'm I'm tempted to like search deeper for more puppos in my life because I know they're there. But then last night he was doing this thing where he was just sitting on the rug and. If you sort of laughed at him, he would just laugh back at you. <laughs> <laughs> so you just sort of, you laugh and he goes, ha, 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 and you laugh and just back and forth and back and forth. It doesn't stop. It didn't stop. I had to go do other things. Uh, otherwise, I probably would still be there so uh, sweet. Right, right now. And you would message me and say, Tony, what about the podcast that you said you would join us for? And I would say, well, I'm a little occupied. I'm doing um, my laughing lessons right now. I'm tutoring a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's more important. Yeah, I had got this idea into my head that, that I'd heard a long time ago. I'd heard a, um, a mom sort of say like she was pregnant at the time. And she was like, it's like, what if I don't like my child? And I had never considered that that would be a possibility. There's a movie about it. <laughs> yeah. We need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> uh, so I never considered that. And I, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh no. What if what if I don't? Um, and it's just even when he's being a real asshole, it's still it's impossible to dislike him at all. He like he's trying to kill himself. He was just like crap. <laughs> roll over when you don't want him to and and just like do what the most he doesn't know what's dangerous he's just he's a goblin yeah um, and yeah congratulations you, can't, you can't he's he's impossible not to not to love i don't know congratulations on your lovable goblin <laughs> level the most lovable goblin he's got big ears <laughs> so too. sweet really big old, big old goblin ears oh adorable love it. <laughs> we love to see it tell me about more puppos though Speaking of adding uh, members to the family, uh, my mother, Lorna, uh, adopted a cat 
this week. So I guess I have a younger brother, uh, finally, <laughs> no longer an only child. So he is eight years old and he's a Himalayan cat. His, his name was Smokey. She got him from the SPCA. They're not sure if they want to keep the name Smokey. She's uh, been calling him Snoopy, which I know Alicia <gasps> will love. <laughs> Lorna. That's a very <laughs> funny cat name. I know. Um, I think she just started calling him that because he's been snooping around their house. Um, so, yeah, she brought him home like a week ago. So they've been together for a week. And this is Lorna's first ever cat that she's had. Well, congratulations. She's lived with another cat before, but it wasn't hers. So this is her first cat. And I asked her when the last time she got a pet was. And she said 1978. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been quite quite a journey, quite an adventure. I know she's had this SPCA app on her phone, like this whole pandemic, and she's checking it regularly. So this this cat was only at the shelter for four days before she, she brought him home. Um, and he looks so sweet. He looks just like a kitten. He actually kind of looks like grumpy cat. That's what he oh. reminds me of, like his coloring. <laughs> He's got very short little legs and he went to the vet and everything's good. So that's exciting. And he's been having some like litter box issues. And so my other puppos of the week are Morgan and Michelle Brayton, because I reached out to them to ask what their advice would be because they've fostered so many cats and kittens over the years and they had like such excellent advice and I passed it all on to Lorna and it's it's working she's retraining the cat and I'm oh. very excited so Lorna Smokey aka Snoopy uh Michelle and Morgan <laughs> Brayton are all my puppos of the week uh it takes a village <laughs> to litter box train retrain an eight-year-old adopted cat that's so kind i'm so glad that your mom has a cat i know me too like she deserves something cute and fluffy in her life oh yeah and, and that cat just got a great new home you know yeah it's wonderful i'm very happy they found each other and i cannot wait to meet him so great yeah whenever that vaccine enters my bod <laughs> That's going to be one of my first stops is meeting this cat. What about you? Who's your puppo? My puppo of the week is Hank Tobin. Um, he's so cute. And he is yesterday was trying to communicate to me that he needed to go to the bathroom a number two. But he's <laughs> like he's on such a schedule. Like it's very unusual that he would have gone to the bathroom at this time. And he did so many things to get my attention. I was like, I don't know what you're doing, dude. I don't know what's wrong. And then I was like, <laughs> maybe he needs to take a shit. And the answer was correct. Um, he is so, like, you know, house trained and uh, so well behaved in, in many ways. And I, I make fun of him a lot, but he's a good boy. And then my other puppo of the week is Dr. Kramer at uh, Vancouver Animal Wellness. Uh, she's Hank's vet and... Uh, Hank went to see her the other day for some acupuncture and an assessment, some pain he seems to be having. And after we left, Hank tried to get back into the vet to see her. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, they're friends. Just, like, so he cute. was face up against the door, paws on the door, <laughs> like trying to get in, get back into see her. He likes her so much. Adorable. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, that's that's really good news. But also, it's it's hard not to take that you know personally. It makes me feel really good because he's like, you know, when he is in there, I know that he's not super stressed out because I can't go in with him anymore. 
Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I know he has like separation anxieties if I'm right around him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just makes me feel really good about his care there. Yeah. And I saw some notes that she sh- like she had on his file because I went through her insurance policy and she wrote down everything that I said, like everything that I said was important to her. And I was like, hmm. thank you. Like, it's just so nice. Like, I wish my doctor would listen to me the way the vet listens yeah, to me. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah. So she's great. Um, that's it. That's my pupo. Uh, so this is the end of the podcast, Tony. And you've got some exciting, an exciting project coming out. Do you want to tell us about it? I, yes, I do. Um, yeah, so together with Jordan Morris, who people will know from Jordan Jesse Go, he and uh, brilliant com- uh, comedic writer Sarah Morgan have teamed up to write to adapt um, their uh, their podcast Bubble, uh, the sort of dramatic sci-fi podcast from 2018, um, into a graphic novel. And uh, I illustrated it and did a lot of the turning it into a comic type of work. Um, it's colored by the very, very talented Natalie Reese. Um, and it is coming out in mid-July. We are asking people, please, if this is a, if this sounds like something you're interested in, please uh, put in a pre-order. And how do you know if you will be interested in it? I can tell you. That's very easy. Um, <laughs> you probably have not been traveling. Um, <laughs> you probably have not been hanging out with other people. Um, this book features both a lot of exotic locations, earthly and otherwise, uh, and a lot of good friendships. And it's a real nice book to spend a little time with. Um, but that comes out in July. And for books, pre-orders are always very beneficial for a variety of reasons. Uh, if you don't want to buy it, uh, great. Uh, hit up your library and say, hey, please bring this book in or put a hold on it. Or I don't know, it probably works different at different libraries, that sort of thing. But yeah, that's mid-July. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think we put together a really funny thing. Uh, it is a graphic novel, comic book, I and mean, it is not suitable for children. <laughs> but you do know. have a lot of work that is suitable for children. Tell us about that. I do. I put out a kid's book last year called Let's Get Sleepy, suitable for two to seven-year-olds. And it's a sort of Where's Waldo meets um, Mercer, not Mercer Mayor, um, the cars and trucks and where uh, things that go, that guy. Richard Scary. Um, Richard Scary, thank you. <laughs> thank you, yes. Um, My favorite. Sort of hunt and seek type of thing with rhyming prose. I feel like I need that. Yeah, you it's great. Whole, uh, get a copy for Lorna. She likes cats. This book's <laughs> got, got like a thousand cats in it. Nice. It's very cat heavy. Uh, very lighthearted, very sweet. Kids apparently love it. Uh, so I'm only, I'm only passing on the news as it's reported to me. What about Delilah Dirk? I will tell you about that. Also, again, you've been missing out on on close interpersonal friendships and international travel. Um, this is a book series about those things uh, set in the early 19th century. It's uh, It follows the adventures of England's premier brash lady adventurer um, across the Mediterranean to England, Portugal, uh, Africa, so forth, so on and so forth. It is a genuine globe-trotting, swashbuckling, tomb-raiding uh, type of series. I was going to ask if there was swashbuckling, but you already covered that. Mm. 100% swashbuckling. And again, you know, take it out from the library or just go to DelilahDirk.com. You can go and see if... See, you can just like read ha- most of them for free. Um, oh, cool. Just, just see, this is something I might like, you know, put your feet up, make a cup of tea, have a nice Saturday morning uh, checking out some comic books, if that's a thing that might interest you. Cool. Wonderful. That's very exciting. Another thing to look forward to. <laughs> what about you? 
Um, you can buy merch from us, from our merch store, which is retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. We're working on a second design for our tote bags and who knows, maybe other things too. And yeah, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash retail nightmares. And if you're listening to this the week that this comes out, Bandcamp Friday is May 7th. So Bandcamp waives all their fees. So artists get all the money. If you want to support Energy Slime or Auto Syndicate or Jay Arner, you can check those out. Also, just support any artist. It's great. Uh, what about you, Alicia? Uh, you could buy my book if you wanted to. So you're a little sad. So what? Or you could listen to me on past guest Gina Harms podcast, Dear Pop Culture. I was just on it this week. I talk about my crushes and my interests when I was like a teenager. And it was fun. It was really nice to hang out with her. So and it's a great podcast. Something new to support if you're interested in. Very cool. <laughs> Tony, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for having me. If people want to follow you on on Twitter, what's your Twitter? Oh God, don't stay away from Twitter, right? Um, yeah, true. I am at Tango Charlie on Twitter, or and also at Delilah Dirk. If you just want to find out things about oh. comicy type things, nice multiple accounts. Is it bedtime? Oh yeah, Alicia <laughs> doesn't doesn't need. Let's get sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for um, staying up so late, Alicia. I appreciate yeah, this it was my pleasure. 9.30. I really want to get to 10 in the next couple of weeks. So I won't miss summer. I don't want to miss all those hours where it's still bright. Yeah. Like it's okay in the winter to be like this, but it's the worst to be like this in the summer. Yeah. You can do it. I I believe in you. Yeah, I think so too. I'll just message you later and later every day. (laughs) My phone's always off. Yeah, I know. Anyways, I love you both. Um, And thanks to the listeners. Always, we really appreciate your support and hang in there, okay? We love you all. And uh, thank you for reigning over Tiny Town, as always, Tony. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for chatting with me. Thank you. King of Tiny Town. Okay, bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye.